Well, I'm on the waiting side. Yes, I'm on the waiting side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, May 5th, and we're so thankful that you're tuning in to the Winning Side Daily Broadcast. And uh, we had a great day on Sunday, and I'm fired up about the service tonight, our prayer meeting, Bible study, Teens on Target, uh, Master Club. It's going to be a great service tonight. I hope you'll plan to join us. Uh, if you can't be here tonight, I hope you'll tune in online on the uh, Facebook page or the website or listen in on the radio. Uh, but somehow or another, you've got to be a part of the Wednesday night service. I don't know how people make it uh, from Sunday to Sunday without church in between. And uh, to be honest with you, I don't know how people make it from Sunday to Sunday a month later. I mean, we need church more than ever. And you say, well, you must be backslidden and you must be wicked because you need so much church. Well, I hope that's not the reason, uh, but I know this. I know that I'm flesh, and uh, I know that uh, so many times the, the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, and so we need the Holy Spirit of God to work in us and through us through the preaching and teaching, the prayer time, and the fellowship with God's people. I love being with the people of God. I hope you do too. Uh, we're thankful you're joining us today. Let us know you're listening. Uh, happy birthday today to a great man and a faithful man, uh, Brother Albert Herrick. Uh, he is, I believe he is 97, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember, oh, this has been four or five years ago at least. I remember I went up there to Emporia to see him. It's when uh, Miss Lucy was still living. And I went up there and I knocked on the door and um, she came to the door when she was not in good health at the time. And I said, hey, is Brother Albert here? And she said, oh, he's out working in the garden. And I promise you that day it was 95 degrees and it was humid as can be. And this was middle of the day when I went up there to see him. And I, sure enough, I walked out in the garden. He is out in the garden. He is dirty. He is sweating. But he was working like crazy and in his 90s. And uh, but a good man, he always he'd bring us uh, sweet potatoes every year and just a faithful man. He'd be in his station as an usher. And uh, what an amazing testimony. We've got a lot of folks like that in our church that are just faithful, uh, just solid people, love the Lord. And they've uh, been a part of our church for so many years. And so happy birthday to Brother Albert this Sunday. You can't miss church this Sunday. You can't miss any Sunday, but this Sunday is Mother's Day, and I hope you plan to join us. Drive-in service at 9 o'clock, morning service in the auditorium at 11, evening service at 6, Sunday school at 1015, and also online Sunday school. Uh, it'll be a wonderful, wonderful day. I'm so glad to be with you today. Uh, those of you watching online, those listening on the radio, and those uh, with the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I, I made a super quick trip. I don't like to do this, but I made a super quick trip. I left early 
Monday morning, I flew to California for my brother Jared's graduation from Bible college. He graduated Monday night. Now, I flew back yesterday, got, in, got up early, got on the plane, got back yesterday evening. And so I, I wanted to be back here for today. I didn't want to miss today. But uh, I'm so thankful for uh, my family. I'm thankful for uh, my mom and dad and they're all they've put into us. But Jared graduated Monday. And uh, he's coming back here to North Carolina for about a week. And so you'll get to see him Sunday. And then he's preaching next Wednesday. And uh, so you'll want to be here for that. But uh, here is a song. It's a longer song, but I want you to listen to it. Um, You might want to shout. You might want to clap your hands a little bit. This is a powerful song by uh, West Coast Baptist College. And uh, this is their college choir singing. And the name of the song is Nothing Ever Can, Nothing Ever Will. But it talks about the fact that our God is victorious. He always wins. He, there, he's never been defeated. He never will be defeated. And so we talk about being on the winning side. You know why we can say that? Because we're on God's side. And uh, if God be for us, who can be against us? We're more than conquerors through him that loved us. You listen. I hope you enjoy this song. And then after this song, we'll get back into our series on the book of Proverbs. Every power on earth and in heaven is a shadow in his light. No authority, law, or government challenges His sovereign might. His reign and rule have no boundary, all that is His hands have wrought. Nothing ever can, nothing ever will, Overcome the Lord our God. We are well aware we were orphans once, bent and broken in our shame. Then He sought us out and adopted us, Now we bear His royal name. Every sin or crime we have ever done is no match for Jesus' blood. Nothing ever can, nothing ever will overcome the Lord our God. Oh! 
enjoyed that and uh, I hope it didn't put you to sleep because it's a long song I hope it fired you up and uh, aren't you so so glad that we know that we're on the winning side and we have victory in Jesus and I'm so thankful for that and you know as things are getting crazier in this world uh, I know it makes some people panic more and stress more uh, but it ought to just cause us just to rejoice in the Lord and just know that uh, we are on the Lord's side. And I thank, I thank God for victory like that. I was just going through the comments, and of course we had to uh, pre-record Monday and Tuesday, and so I appreciate you still tuning in even when it's pre-recorded. But um, I'm looking at the comments. Jessica Dixon, thank you for watching. Uh, Mrs. Reyes from California, thank you so much for watching. And it was uh, good to see you folks last week. And then uh, Dorothy Sue, so good to see you folks in church last week. And um, then uh, Judy in uh, Georgia, I hope you're doing well. I hope the weather in Georgia is good. It's beautiful here today and uh, almost feels like summer, but uh, we're glad you're watching. Becky Allen, God bless you. It's been so good to see you. And uh, Hubert, Angie Davis, thank you for watching. Um, Jimmy Clements, you're a blessing. Thank you for watching. Uh, Lindy, I saw your comment about uh, watching and Emerson is humming along. 
And you know, it's wild. Uh, just the other day, I was holding Micah and we were singing and he was trying to do the same thing. And uh, Emerson and Micah are about the same age. So it's kind of the same stage there. But uh, that is uh, wonderful to have your children listening to good music. And you know, we're supposed to teach and train our children. And you know, I hope that, I hope our children, I'm, I'm speaking about my life and our church and, 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 and Christian people. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting choked up there. Not because I'm sad, it's just something in my throat. But I hope our, our children, hope they don't grow up with uh, the music of the world and all the cussing and all the vulgarity and, and the, the worldliness. I hope our children don't grow up hearing people cussing and swearing. And by the way, that's the way the world is. And I, and, and I think we realize it. It's because they don't know the Lord. But I hope in our homes, I hope our children grow up with good singing and preaching and teaching and, and kindness and the love of God. Uh, but I'm so thankful for that. That's, that blessed my heart. And uh, we had some amens on the song. Uh, Miss uh, Gail, God bless you. I see your comment there and Angie. And uh, we had a comment from uh, Nell Bird just came in there listening on the radio. I know there's others. Now, if I'm missing you, uh, it's not on purpose. Um, Caleb and I were just talking. So I've got my, my feet up from Facebook and there's comments I can see that he can't see and vice versa. I'm not sure how it works that way. Um, but uh, anyway, you know, with technology, it's hard to get it figured out sometimes. But uh, praise God. And Lindy, amen. I, I see your, you and your husband. Uh, I'm so happy for you folks. And you're in a great church there in Durham. And I know you have a desire to see uh, your little one uh, grow up to love God. And uh, of course, our prayer is that our children come to know Christ as Savior when they reach that age that they understand. The book of Proverbs, we started on it. And I'm very excited about it. We won't get too far today, but uh, it's such a, a, a powerful, powerful book. I want you to see in Proverbs chapter number one, I want you to look at the author. And I think we, I think we know this, but I think sometimes we forget that the author of the book of Proverbs is none other than the wisest man that ever lived. That was Solomon. It says in Proverbs 1 and verse number 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David. Well, Solomon is the author of the Proverbs, but Solomon was writing these Proverbs to his own son. And it's so unfortunate, but his own son, Rehoboam, uh, did not heed uh, the wisdom that his father had given him. And by the way, you say, well, what was his problem? Uh, the same problem we have when we often don't heed the word of God that we have been given. Solomon is the author of Proverbs. Solomon also is the author of the book of Ecclesiastes. And keep in mind, the book of Ecclesiastes, that is a, an accumulation of man's wisdom. And you get to the end of the book and Solomon says, hey, I tried money. I tried uh, fortune, I tried fame, I tried the things of this world, and all of that is vanity. And the only thing that really matters in life is fearing God and serving God and obeying God, and, and that's the book of Ecclesiastes. Solomon also wrote the book we call the Song of Solomon. And uh, that is a book, uh, it's a, a love story, and the uh, application there is that we ought to have a, a relationship, a love for God. Uh, uh, like a husband would have for his wife or like a wife would have for a husband. And uh, I hope our love for God is greater than all. And so Solomon wrote those books. Well, Solomon was able to write this book, not because, I, I know this is going to shock you. He didn't write this book because he had Google. That's not how he was able to write this book. 
He wasn't able to write this book because he had a Facebook account and he was so smart because he got all the wisdom from all of the, the blogs and all the posts and all the, uh, the video. No, no, no. You know where he got this wisdom? He got this wisdom from God. First Kings chapter three, and if you have your Bibles, I'd encourage you to turn there. First Kings chapter three, verses five through 15, we see that Solomon was praying. Solomon was praying to God because he was getting ready to take over the kingdom of Israel. And his father, David, was an amazing man, a man after God's own heart. And Solomon felt very inadequate. He said, God, I can't rule this people. He said, I'm just like a child. He said, God, I can't figure this out. I don't know what to do. And so he prayed. God appeared to Solomon in a dream and he said, Solomon, you ask whatever you want. I'll give it to you. And Solomon's request, he said, Lord, I would, I would like for you and I beg of you to give me wisdom and discernment in judging your people, in ruling over your people. The Bible records for us that God was so impressed, verse number 11, he said, because you haven't asked for long life, he could have, Solomon could have said, Lord, I want to live to be 100 or I want to live to be whatever. He didn't ask for long life. Uh, he didn't ask for great riches. He didn't ask for victory over the enemy nations around him. Instead, Solomon said, Lord, I need your wisdom. And God said, because you've asked wisdom, he said, I'm going to give you all these other things as well. But he said, because you've asked wisdom, he said, I'm going to give you wisdom. Can I tell you, that's why we have the book of Proverbs, because God blessed Solomon with wisdom. In Solomon's day, people traveled from great distances just to sit and just to listen to the words and the wisdom of Solomon. Remember when the queen of Sheba came, that was the purpose. She just, she wanted to see the greatness of Solomon, hear the greatness of Solomon. And she was very impressed with everything. It was interesting. One thing she said was, you know, for some reason, your servants, they're happy. Uh, they don't have to serve you. They feel like they get to serve you. I hope that's the way people feel about us and serving God. Hey, we don't, we don't have to serve God. We get to serve God. What a privilege that is. But Solomon wrote to his son and Solomon challenged his son in some areas. What's very sad is that in some areas, Solomon himself did not follow his own advice. We get to 1 Kings chapter 11, and you may want to look at this later, but verses 1 through 10. You know what the Bible says about Solomon? The Bible says that Solomon loved many strange women meaning that these were women who did not love God. These were women who were from heathen places. And the Bible says that Solomon, as he got older, the Bible says that the, his wives, and by the way, he had many wives, 700 wives and 300 concubines. That's not a good idea in case you're wondering. Uh, a good idea is to have one, one wife. But Solomon, with these wives, the Bible says that in his later years, those wives, they turned his heart away from God. And can I tell you, if Solomon would have heeded his own instructions, things would have gone a whole lot better for Solomon. Then what's unfortunate is that Rehoboam, his own son, did not heed the instructions. And can I tell you, maybe it's because Solomon told his son to do something that Solomon himself did not follow. I don't know all of that, but I'm just saying, uh, I want to, uh, when I teach my children, when I preach to our church, I want to back up with my life the things that I preach. I don't want to just say, hey, read the Bible, obey the Bible. I want to read the Bible. I want to obey the Bible for myself. I want people to be able to follow my teaching, but I want people to also be able to follow my example. The Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 4 that Solomon wrote 
3,000 Proverbs. They're not all recorded in, in the scripture, but 3,000 Proverbs. He also wrote 1,005 songs. So Solomon, obviously, he got a musical ability from his father also. God blessed him with that. But we see that the book of Proverbs were compiled mostly by Solomon. But then it says in Proverbs 25, verse number one, it says the men of Hezekiah. So during Hezekiah's day, uh, some men were gathering up all of these Proverbs and putting them all together. But here's the thing I want to share with you today. And we, we're talking a little bit about Solomon. But I want to remind you that the book of Proverbs is not just man's wisdom. It's something more and more important. It's God's wisdom. And what's wonderful is that we've got it at our fingertips. We have the Word of God. We have the wisdom of God available to us in His Word. You want to live on the winning side today? I'll tell you a great place to start. Get in the Word of God and let God's wisdom get inside of you. And let's let God's wisdom get inside of our lives. And then let's live according to what we have read and what we have learned from the Word of God. Thank you so much for tuning in today. God bless you. Have a great day. Looking forward to a great night at church. And let's live on the winning side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.